everyone, welcome to another episode of the Stone Genius Podcast Edition. Uh, just trying to make it sound like it's bigger than it is, like Podcast Edition, you may be like, what? Is there a different version that I'm unaware of? That I need to suckle more time away from the teat of my life? Uh, no, there isn't. Just me. And you guys know me, I'm often stunned, I'm always a genius, I am partaking of the sweet nectar of cannabis. Nectar, you know, it's, is what it is. Um, so let's, let's, I have been putting this off. So I have been uh, without family for the last 36 hours. Uh, the first Let's say the first 10 hours they were gone, uh, I was at work, though. Uh, so then I've had plenty of free time to do a podcast. I decided uh, sleep was better for some reason than doing a podcast. And then uh, tonight I got uh, suckled into... I don't know why I'm using suckle so much. I shouldn't. I don't think anyone really wants to hear the word suckle outside of maybe a nursing infant, baby, suckle the mother's teat. So then maybe suckle's all right. I will stop saying it. And I know that as I'm talking about not saying suckle anymore, I continue to say suckle. And in fact, I... Um, purposely put suckle in there twice when I was talking about, so I, I'm trying to add as many suckles now as humanly possible. So, uh, you're welcome. Oh, that's sweet. Okay, I got to tell you, doing a solo show is hard. I It is even hard for me to come up with the gumption to do a solo show. Uh, that being said, here we are. I have notes. I have plenty of notes. I don't know which I'm going to get to, what I'm going to talk about. <sighs> some are highlighted, some are not. Uh, let's see. So what the... I was going to tell you what I got distracted by today. So the NPR Tiny Desk Concert Series. So I was watching Megan the Stallion, uh, which I've seen before. Then I went back and found one that I really liked, uh, Sting and Shaggy. And then I found it very difficult to find. There are other ones that were fine. Not that I was going to stop and listen to the whole thing. Uh, the closest, I think it was the Emerson String Quartet. Um I watched it. Now I will tell you, it's less. It was less about the movie. I, the, I mean, the music. Uh, the music was fine. It was Haydn and Dieter. It was fine. I, I very much enjoy that music. I listen to it often in the car when I'm not listening to my ass eating music. Um, not my ass, just music about that particular style of dining. <clears throat> so. But I just found the these four gentlemen, all middle-aged at best, meaning they were on the higher end of the middle-aged spectrum. I don't know what middle-age is con considered anymore, or maybe ever have. 
I guess growing up, I would have said middle age was 40 to 60, although 60 sounds high. 60 sounds old. Like, I don't think it should be more than 15 years. So maybe 40 to 55 was middle age, 35 to 50 middle age. That That's probably more appropriate. Let's pick 34 to 39. Thir- no, 34 to 49. Uh, that would probably be middle-aged. Um, anywho, anyhow, anyway, there are these string players, and I believe Cello, I know is a genius and one who doesn't mind this type of music. I wasn't going to say like. I'm not sure. It's definitely going to beat out some music. If I had to decide to listen to some music over different music, classical music is up there top five. Uh, Rap and hip-hop would be number one. Um, uh, Is Huey Lewis, is that a genre? Speaking of Huey Lewis, I was going to watch and the news. I guess I should not leave out the news because they were an integral part. I'm not sure Huey Lewis does what Huey Lewis does without the news. I don't know if that's even possible. (sighs) I was going to watch American Psycho while my family was out of town. Why it was that or Fast Times at Ridgemont High? And you know which one I watched? Neither one. I don't know. It's, yeah. Just time's gotten away. Uh, And then tonight, time got away. So I'm watching the String Quartet. I believe Emerson's String Quartet. Uh, which was a long stretch to make my third. Uh, I was going to say like my top five. Here are my top five that I like listening to. It was pretty much two. Uh, Megan the Stallion and then uh, Sting and Shaggy. So it would have been like a distant third. Like gold medal, silver medal, and then bronze medal was the guy that fell down but so did everyone else, and they're like a half minute behind everyone else in the 50-yard dash. Not sure why it would take a half minute to get up. And Anywho, I digress. So these old, not old, middle-aged guys, old guys, these guys of whatever age they are, they, especially the cellist, once again, feel like I should know I'm going to say it's a bassy instrument. It's a big one. It's not the one you would want. It's the one that the parents fucking hated lugging to and from school. I remember because I used to walk to uh, elementary school and uh, junior high. Uh, we lived within, I don't know, a mile. And it was straight down a street. Like, one, you went straight down, and it was up on a corner. It was on the northwest corner of this street that we lived on. And then uh, up, like, three blocks on the south side, right there on that same street, was the junior high. So 
I walked to school. Uh, even when I played an instrument, it was trumpet, then French horn. French horn, I didn't take home. You know why? Because I didn't practice. Hold on. I bet I had a sound for that. Where? Wow, none of my sounds are working. That's interesting. That's interesting. And scary. Uh, that whole keyboard is... Uh, there we go. And then maybe home and... Nothing. We got nothing on that. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, no more sound effects for the rest of the time. I think that means I can take off the headset then. Uh, anywho, anyhow, anyway, I was talking about something. Uh, I feel like school was involved. My grade school was involved for some reason. Oh, yeah. So I lived. I walked. I didn't take... So I was talking about the the uh, the instruments. No one wants a fucking cello. No one wants a person that has to. I, I don't think we would have allowed the children to have a that instrument. They played no instruments. Huh. That's pretty awesome. I don't know how we did that. that was, I I would clap for that, but you know what? I don't have that button. Button. Uh, so anywho, anyhow, anyway, uh, these guys in the quartet seemed like they were getting way too into it. I mean, like if you watch them, once again, I was not a string player. I don't know if there's something about string players. I don't know if when they hit a certain age, they get stupid. I don't. It was just, so my only problem with Taylor Swift is I think that she is an overreactor, like a situation, and it doesn't matter. It's an award ceremony. It's um, them cutting to her, the Chiefs game. It, it seems like she knows when the camera's on her, but she's overreacting, like she's like she's cheering because a play happened, but it was like that the cheer that you're doing seems more like a touchdown celebration than perhaps a first down celebration. Which it and I'm fine. I I I guess I would rather you err on the side of exuberance. You know, you don't want to score a touchdown and then have your girl up there pretending like or acting like it was a first down. Uh, once again, I should have a sound. Can I do that with my mouth? Wow, 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 wow. Bobby has also asked me if I could do that with my mouth. Boom, boom. I wonder how much I could save by not having these buttons work. That's so weird. Dang it. And the weird thing is it just had an update on the soundboard. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Megan the Stallion, always a strong 25 minutes. She's fun to watch. She's, I'm not going to put her in Taylor Swift category of like overreaction. And, and I get it. She's like 20, late 20s, mid 20s perhaps. Somewhere in her 20s, I believe. Uh, and I don't know when this was done. So this could have been done a year or two ago. So younger. 
like I was watching it today. It was not recorded today. So she was younger in this video than she is currently. I do 100% know that. Some of her, like she talks about getting a, a, one of her records going platinum, one of them going gold, and it sounds like she's teary. I, I, I don't know. I, I'm missing a lot of feelings, and I totally get that. Um, so I started thinking because I was like, oh, I really like NPR, the this Tiny Desk uh, concert series, but. That I'm thinking about, it. and there's really one. Uh, the Sting Shaggy is fine, but uh, Stranger in New York is really the only song that I really, really enjoyed from that set. Um, but I would go, it, but it's great. I mean, it by far is the best song that I've seen. I, me personally, just my own personal opinion, I thought that was, I enjoyed that song. Um, uh, Emerson trio in Le quartet. I'm sorry, unless and I'm not sure it's Emerson. Unless I am desiring some sort of, it's not comedic relief because it's not like I want to laugh. But I am curious to why their overreactions, like, like the note you just played, like. You took your bow, I believe is what it's called, and you went over the string and you were holding it in a certain area and it re reacted, responded with a certain sound, a note that was to be as expected from how you did what you did. Um, that being said, so if you have to do certain things to elicit a certain response, and you do those things and you get those that response, it should be a more ordinary celebration as opposed to maybe I just cured cancer. Still no buttons. I think I've lost those for the night. So we'll not even have any uh, sign out music, which is fine. So I started thinking about, I also watch on YouTube uh, Sugar Shack sessions and i say that slowly because that's not easy to say sugar shack sessions it is but there's a lot of like by the time i get to sessions there's just a lot of sloshing going around sugar sack sessions there's a lot of sloshing going around sloshing i tell you this would be good uh i think that my Rumors, I, I have not gotten confirmation. I have not talked to him. Obviously, I can't talk to him right now, but the uh, rabid wolverine, I believe, is transitioning into a platypus, which if I had applause, I would do that right now. Platypus, by far, one of my favorite animals. Have I ever seen one live? No. Have I seen videos of them? Oh, I've been watching videos of platypus since... I was like in first grade. It, John Deemer, go Eagles. Um, I don't know if it'll still be John Deemer. They just, I think it will be. They tore it down and then they rebuilt it. Um, they found out that it was, uh, no, I was going to say uh, ancient burial ground. And then they just rebuilt it on top of there again to make it haunted. But 
it's too much like the original Poltergeist, which was an amazing movie. God, that scared the snot out of me. The funniest thing I think about that now, because I still see some TVs, televisions that have, um, that are square, like a CRT, uh, what they'd call, like a tube TV. But in that, she's watching TV. If you remember people that are old enough to remember the original Poltergeist from the 80s, the TV goes to static, and that's how she starts hearing her communicating, whatever. So, but right before it goes to static, it plays the national anthem. And so, like, if some young person watched that now and they were wondering why the angel, like, it would say signing off and play the national anthem, I'm just old enough. Like, I don't think Bobby really would be able to remember this because I. At least I was old enough, being seven years older than her, I was old enough to remember staying up. And so I don't think that she would have. She may have remembered this from her parents, but not from actual user. Like staying up until TV was over. Because that's what it was. You would stay up and you would watch and you would have three channels. Um, sometimes with your UHF antenna, you could get some like local off brand like off broadway it would be the equivalent of off broadway theater that's what you were getting maybe in those additional channels but basically abc cbs and nbc were the three that you had uh fox didn't come around until late 80s i think 87 ish somewhere in that neighborhood so i was a grown adult uh adult by age We'll leave it at that. Um, so anyway, Sugar Shack Sessions. Try to be not sloppy about that. Uh, much better. So they do, it's kind of like that, but they have a location in Florida. They, um, they, they, they invite groups to do that. The, the, the thing that I think is interesting when I go to look at it now is that I listen to a lot of reggae music from there, but uh, almost all of the people singing reggae look like suburban, white suburban boys. That's what they almost all look like, every band. Um, that, their music's still fine. I'm okay with that. So, you know, I can listen to many of theirs. Uh, you know, there's a whole list of honorable mention, sublime um uh, elevators, uh, Mike Love. There's a lot. My two favorite are a little stranger and fortunate youth. Uh, probably dominate the most songs in my playlist uh, for that type of music. Um, so I would say that uh, the Sugar Shack sessions much more aligned with my taste of music. Then does it seem like the Tiny Desk Concert Series? Now, I get it. NPR is, I don't know. I, it, my assumption is, my assumption is that there's a higher IQ and uh, uh, highbrow type listeners to national public radio and say perhaps less uh, ranch hands who maybe had limited schooling. 
Uh, that is just a stereotype. I am just guessing 100% there. But that is so they they have a wider. I was gonna say a wider variety of music, but it's also much more eclectic. It's not like if you like reggae music, you can go to Sugar Sack Sugar Shack Sessions. And you can pretty much find multiple artists in that one venue that you really, really enjoy because they're all going to be tied and based to or have some sort of DNA based with reggae music. That being said, the NPR Tiny Desk is probably more eclectic in their group of music uh let's see what else i'm going backwards i'm going to look at my most current notes uh here's one there is a south korean esports figure i actually i'm not sure what it said all i wrote is, is south korean esports so there's something figure uh i I am hard pressed to call esports people athletes. I understand the hand eye coordination, the uh, intellectual dexterity you need. I understand many of those things. Um, that being said, I'm if if I need someone to throw a ball. Let's say that a ball is stuck in the tree. My Our soccer ball, what the rest of the world calls a football, is stuck on the tree, and I have a baseball in my hand, which I think is baseball around the world, or maybe baseballo. Don't know if you're like, wow, what, what country was that? I don't know. Probably not a country. Maybe a conglomeration of countries that I like Frankenstein together there. I don't know for sure. Um, but if I needed someone to take a baseball and throw it and knock another ball out of a tree, I will... I was going to say I would take Sugar Shack people, but they're going to be stoners too. I'm not sure they're going to be much better at knocking, throwing. That was my problem. Is I was a jock growing up, so I didn't have to rely on my intellect. In fact, I remember uh, 10th, 11th, 10th, 11th grade, 10th grade, Trig, I think it was, Mr. Paul. Mr. Paul was hilarious. So Mr. Paul was, I believe, uh, I believe Mr. Paul was, uh, does, uh, I believe he was Japanese. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, he used to stand. So imagine standing there, hands down at your side, and you take your pinky fingers and you stick them in your pockets. But then you rotate your palms away from your body so your pinky fingers are in your pocket that's the only part of your hand and then you rotate he used to stand like that a lot which is a weird way to stand 
Like, and you would know he was getting ready to tell a story because he would just stop and put his hands like that. And he would just stop and he'd be like, weird stuff. And like, this is not a story he told. Um, but the, the, the examples I'm going to use in this story would not be dissimilar to something he would have used. Like it, like he would be like, there was a guy in a top hat and a monocle that had a pet monkey that knew how to do trigonometry and took a submarine to the bottom of the Marianas tra- and just be like, you know, everyone be like, what the fuck? Um, so everyone knew me as an athlete in high school. In fact, very soon, and I'm very excited. I wish I had, I'm so excited that I wish I had applause. So I'm just going to have to do it myself there. Uh, Steve and Dolganoff will be back on the show. That's uh, a high school classmate of mine. Uh, Stephen was theater. I was um, not. I was a jock. Uh, but back to Mr. Paul. So what happened was I was in class and um, the question was, so he had given our test back, so I saw it. Um, so there was like uh Someone asked something about a question, and so uh, he goes, who got this wrong? Raise your hand if you got this question wrong. So everyone in the class raised their hand, except for me. I got it right. And uh, so I raised my hand anyway. So here's the thing about being super smart, and especially if you have other things to fall back on. Now, can I still do math in my head? Yes, I can. I love that. I love amazing people with my mathematical skills in my head. So I'll be like, well, I'm buying this, this, and this. And I'll be like, okay, that's the subtotal. We're at 10.1%. The suburb that we're at, it's 10.1% on the sales tax, uh, which is actually very easy to do. If you know what 10% is, you can get what 1% is. So 10.1%. And so usually I can get it within a couple of pennies, unless I woefully make a mistake while carrying the one or two or three, whatever that number is that I carry or do not carry. And I do or do not do it. I'm not sure that was proper English. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, uh, I love doing that. In fact, I, I that that is one of my four. I I I love doing it. I mean, I'm always using math. I'm if I'm on the highway and I need to merge, I'm doing math of how far until I need to get off and at this speed. And so I I, I love doing math, but. Here's the thing. Even for all the people that know how good I am at math or knew how good I was at math back then, which was probably fewer people, because I wouldn't demonstrate. Like, it would flash, and people would just be like, where did that go? Hold on, record scratch. Um, I know that was not a good record scratch. That was... I don't know what that was. It sounded like a really old chicken being murdered by an almost as old chicken. 
I don't know why that's the story I came up with, but eh, that's what we're going with. Uh, so here's the deal. When you're in high school, if one of your classmates could make a request of you and ask you to do one, they, they, you give them the choice of two things and they're going to ask you to do one or the other. Uh, the first thing they could ask you to do is, is solve a math problem in your head. Not like one that would be difficult, just like a common one, not like a problem that's never been solved or would take years and studying it. Just a basic fucking problem. Um, so that would be A, you could either ask them to do that, or B, you could have them do a dunk. A variety of dunks. Um, one of my favorites, uh, and it was on, fuck, was it Sports Illustrated? I think it was Basketball Digest. Man, I love Basketball Digest. Little tiny magazine. Wish I had a voice for that. Little bitty tiny magazine. Um, Larry Nance. Number 22, Phoenix Suns. I'm hoping I'm getting this right because it's been 40-plus years since probably uh, doing a windmill dunk. I mean, a lot of them do it. Dominic Wilkins did it. There were a lot of people that did a windmill dunk. Uh, that was a fun one. But I believe he was on the cover doing one. I mean, that fucker could get up. I mean... And he was like 6'9", too. So it's not like he needed to have the hops that he had. But God graced him. Um, so, yes. I would say if, if people had... Would you rather sit and watch me do math problems in my head and then just write down the answer or see me play a pickup game of basketball? You would probably choose the latter. I don't know that for sure. There may be some freaks. I mean, I like math, but I'm not going to watch someone do math. I mean, Bobby has said that it, she thinks it's hot when I'm doing well in, uh, like, in Jeopardy and stuff. But I don't think, like, if she had her choice, like, I really want Rodney to turn me on tonight. What is the Stone Genius going to do to turn me on tonight? I don't think that the first thing or most efficient thing to bring her to her arousal to apex, I don't think it would be like, oh, we should watch Jeopardy. Sorry. Hold on. Still nothing. I can't believe that keypad froze up. That's <sighs> because I was talking about, oh, I got to circle back around to that, don't I? So it's, um, am I done with that? I think I am. Let's, let's just assume that what I was just talking about, subject, that's over. We're done. Finished. Um, I was talking about how difficult it is to do a solo show. I just, I have found that when I do interviews now, most of the interviews, whether you all like it or not, are going to be over two hours. I mean, some people I've had the ability to sit down with and three hours could pass with no problem whatsoever. That being said, um, 
it makes it more difficult when it's just me rambling on. Especially if I'm trying to have to remember my, what I've been saying. Like, I know most of you think or know that you could do that. Like, be talking and not forget mid-sentence what you're talking about. I understand that. I can't do that. And we can't always rely on me in a quick and efficient manner of having the recall to do that. So doing a solo show can sometimes be tricky. I will tell you, I don't know how often because it just goes to silent. It's just silent and it is. I'll pause and then when I start again, for you all, it's it's a split second. It's almost a seamless, if not a seamless transition uh, where I have, may have paused. Because I will sit here and be like, what the fuck was I talking about? Chirp, 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 chirp. And Cat, um, my uh, former co-host, uh, she will enjoy those crickets, I believe. So... Chirp, chirp, chirp. She had a problem. This soundboard, she does not think that the crickets sound like crickets, which something was said at one point about crickets. It's a different pace or a different pitch. And I was like, who made you a cricket? I mean, it's like a person I work with that they will just tell. And it's like, who made you, how did you become a cricket expert? Like, where did you get this knowledge? I want to say somebody's been watching a lot of TV. Boom, boom. That one's for Bobby. Bobby, that was, that literally was a joke that the most number of people in the world, the absolute maximum number of people, including myself, that could have enjoyed that joke for the amount of people that probably understood that joke being said on here and is going to hear it and will recall because it probably had a bigger impact on us than the other two people that this could have uh, impacted. Um, but that Bobby would be that other person. Yes. So the, the comment was somebody's been watching a lot of TV and uh, you're welcome. Boom, boom. So if Bobby's listening, then that one pretty much was only for her. <sighs> so um, so trying to do solo shows. It has just become uh, uh, difficult. And then a I, I thing that's compounded it is a couple times I've tried to do solo shows as video shows with our wonderful friend and guest, uh, of the program, uh, Tim Lytell. Hold on. I can't clap too loud because we have neighbors, and it's that time of morning. Anywho, anyhow, anyway. Um, With Tim, a couple of those, uh, the last two video shows I did with him, neither one of them came out. Uh, one of them, there was a storm or something that interrupted the audio and then put the audio in some loop that 
customers, we couldn't ever recover the audio. And for some reason, I hadn't record, generated record on the uh, Roadcat, my soundboard as well. And we could have thrown, I think that I could have edited that audio in, but for some reason, I forgot to record that. So that, that show was nearly three and a half hours. And I'm sure that they have realized that that show has not come out yet. <clears throat> and they've probably listened to this show, to this part, and now are getting filled in on the totality of that, that story. Okay, record scratch. I know. Here's the thing. If you still own a record player and you just heard that sound and it sounds exactly like your record player, you probably need to have your record player serviced. Boom, boom. Man, I do miss having... Now that I'm missing the buttons that will do the things they're supposed to do, I really want them. Uh, let's see. I think a long time ago, I should probably finish this. I think a long time ago, I started talking about a South Korean esports person. And then I got onto whether they were truly athletes, what, and then math, and then dunking, and then whatever. Um, so in South Korea, there is mandatory military service in one way. And I'm assuming that it has to be one of the easier ways for this person to pick it. I don't think you jump to the hardest. Like, oh, I'm trying to get out of military service. I could uh, break my foot, like by dropping a bowling ball on it, which is not great, but you broke it. You're not in military service. So... Or I could chop off an ear Vincent Van Gogh style to show that I have mental capacity deficiencies. But this guy decided to um, take an IQ test and fail so bad. So... Um, Full-on mental disabilities, formerly mental retardation, uh, starts at 70 or 69 and below, an IQ of 69 and below. This person took a test in such a way that it reflected an IQ of 53. So they are have been arrested, and they're being... Uh, and they may have already been, because I wrote down, was guilty of faking low IQ to escape. So it sounds like it was 
already, I don't want to say tried. I don't know if they do that there, but it sounds like it was already tried over there. Okay, finish that up. Hold on. Finish the story. Uh, so then we're talking about some other stuff. We're talking about Tiny Desk Conference. Um, and then we started talking about co-host again. So um, it is easy having someone to talk to. Um, there are a lot of things that are going to be changing with the show, which are good, very good, uh, upcoming um, man, I'm using a lot of filler words. Um, and I'm going to be able to announce some of those things sooner rather than later. It's, it's, it's going to be great and outstanding, but when we're doing the podcast, I am actively trying to find someone to come in and help save my sanity. Because I want something to look forward to. I want to be like, oh, this is a person I want to talk to on this day so we can get it out on this day. Now I'm like, oh my gosh. If I, if I cut this short, I can get it out on time. I'm like, this one's already going to be late. Not that anyone is, is pining at Spotify at midnight when I generally release these to make sure they're the first ones to listen to it. Although there's always a first one to listen to it. So whoever that is, thank you very much. And if it's different people from episode to episode, then thank you, you all very much as well. That being said, I pushed off trying to do this. And the whole reason I pushed it off is I just dreaded talking. Like some of these things I can bring up. Like some of these things I can talk about and then someone may be able to ask me questions. Like, especially if we are different genders, ages, whatever our differences are would only enhance the contrast of my answer and how it was when I was growing up to whatever is currently going on or happened when this person was growing up. One of the things that I've talked about on this program before, and I, I wrote notes about it again, that Having the name Rodney during the 70s and 80s, my name was 100% not a white name, Rodney. And it's funny because that was a middle name. Now, I will tell you so, um, but my name is Rodney Garland. So I have two. My first name and my middle name are the middle names of both of my grandfathers. So one was, and just like my father, James and my his my my dad was a junior, so senior. James Garland, that was their middle name. That's my middle name. And then my other one, um, perhaps it's best that we didn't go after first names because Rodney is the middle name of Ting or better known as Tingly, T-I-N-G-L-E-Y, but he went by Ting. Tingly was his name, Champy. Tingly Rodney Champy. Don't know. I mean, you would think at some point you'd go by TR. You just think that JR, nope, TR. You sure you're not a JR? No, I'm a TR. What's TR stand for? I'd tell you and you wouldn't believe it. Uh, but Rodney was not. Every single girl. 
And I don't think that that is hyperbole. Every single girl that I went out with that was white said that their parents asked if I was black. Every time I went out with a black girl, unless she told her parents that I was white, I found out when they answered the door that they had not told them. Because as soon as I would say, my name's Rodney, I'm here to pick up fill in the blank. Uh, record scratch. I don't think any of those sounds have sound. Like when I say record scratch, I don't... Like when I push it on the soundboard, it always sounds the same. I don't think that that... I do not believe that that we want, we want. You see, I can't even do it twice. Like right one right after the, I can't even do it. Um, so I know that it was a small, I want to say small sampling. It wasn't, I dated a lot of girls, uh, but it was always 100% accurate. And I will tell you that, I mean, I don't know why I was, I, it ne- I guess I never even thought about it. I just dismissed it. Well, no, I'm not. So we just keep going on. I wish the girls would have let it leaned into it. I mean, I could have been soul man, bump bump before soul man. Let's just see Thomas Howe reference to a 1996 movie that good luck on trying to find that one. It is called Soul Man. Uh, I believe the premise is a white guy, black girl, white guy doesn't have the money because his parents are buying a new yacht, new something. I think, I don't know, it's been... 35 years, 28 years, whatever the the math is. And I know that earlier I said that I was good at math, and I just, give me a break. You know, the stone genius, often stoned, I am stoned. So let's just give this math a break. There are certain things that I don't do while I'm smoking marijuana. I don't drive, uh, I don't shave, uh, and I don't do math for the most part. Well, typically, if I'm doing math while I'm high, the answer is 69. boom God, I wish this is it. Every time, when you, re- like, if I had access to the buttons, I wouldn't be doing any of these, and all these sounds, all these amazing, you know who I sound like? Michael Winslow. And you're like, who is that? Guy from Police Academy. And if you're like, why would we know people that go to the Police Academy? Well, it was a movie series back in the 80s. Uh, full of hijinks and sexual assaults. And if you're like, well, that doesn't sound funny. Um, hold on, cricket. Chirp, 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 chirp. I went extra long on that one. That is specifically for cat. Because I know that something in her ear head is going to be like, she they won't she won't be able to take that. Uh, let's see. Uh, so we did that. We did that. Um, I was gonna tie that into that. I'm not going to see. And this is my thing. 
Like, I am not even in an hour, which most of you are like. Long pause. I'm not going to get creepy. I did. I'm sorry. I got creepy there uh, with my applause, just like they do uh, normally. Uh, let's see. What else do we have? Um, secrets. Um, so, someone, the, there is something said to me, and then I guess I had said it, and they go, that was supposed to be a secret no one else was supposed to know. I go, well, you didn't tell me that. And they go, well, when I told you, I thought you would just assume that. I'm be like, I mean, you have to preference, you have to, I mean, you can't Elena Hobbit it, boom, boom. I think that's Trump's attorney that didn't know how to introduce evidence into a court of law, which seems fairly basic. Seems like if you're a trial attorney with those evidentiary procedures being very similar, that you would be able to figure them out and do them. Uh, but perhaps not. So if you're going to tell me a secret, you need to make sure that you tell me, hey, don't tell anyone else. I'm only telling, I'm fine with that. So here's the deal. Um, you need to be very specific that I'm not to tell anyone because it's on you. If you're not specific and I tell someone and they find out, because what I, it's not like I will go and just tell them that I will say something in passing. And they'll be like, oh, well, hold on, what? Hold on, record scratch. Wee, woo, wee, woo. I know, I know, that didn't even sound, that sounded like a robot on its very last leg. Or if it was um, R2-D2, his last two legs. Boom, boom. I do think that the snare drum there sounds almost spot on. Uh, so it's on you. If you tell me something that's supposed to be a secret, but you do not tell me, what's most likely is going to happen is I will forget then. So if it's if you're telling me, here's the best thing. Don't tell me a secret. I don't need to be involved. I, 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 I don't see where I would need to involve, be involved in any type of secret thing that you may be up to. And if you're like, well, Hold on, record scratch. And I don't know why I keep saying like what the sound is because I feel like by just doing it, oh, I was going to reference, I feel like Michael Winslow from Police Academy, he's the 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 guy, that, he's one of the officers, but he makes sounds with his mouth. And if you're like, okay, I can make sounds with my mouth, watch. That's not what I mean. Uh, go to... Find, and it'll probably be old, go to YouTube and find Michael Winslow, W-I-N-S-L-O-W, I believe, pretty sure. Uh, and he's like a human sound machine. It just, I think that would be fun. I mean, one day I sat there and I was trying to figure out what should be more useful. Uh, my mathematics skills, my, my head for math, or being able to make all those sounds. Now, the math is generally 
going to only benefit me. I mean, I can share it with others, but generally I'm not. Why should I make your job easier? Unless for some reason making your job easier makes my life easier, I probably am not. I'm not the one that's going to extend the olive branch and say, here, lean on me. I'm your guy. That's probably not how that's going to work with me. So anyway, if you tell me a secret, just don't tell me. That's the easiest thing. Don't tell me. But if you do tell me a secret, don't expect me to have recall for it. So like if you bring it up a week from now and I act as though I don't know what you're talking about, I probably literally have no idea what you're talking about. Because I... I will dump that information. Like, I don't want to know. There's no reason for me to know a secret. Like, if if someone comes up and goes, I have a secret to tell you. And I'm like, does it benefit me in any way to know this information? And if it's no, then don't tell me. If it's yes... I I guess... then, Then tell me. I guess that would be the easiest way to do it. Um... But most likely I'm going to forget. So don't expect me to have recall. And don't get mad at me. Once again, if you include me in a secret for any way, shape, or form, it is on you. Like if you say, oh, well, I followed your guidelines, but you still let it slip. I'm a, I'm 56. I'm going to let things slip. I mean, try not to be a liar because it, you can't remember stuff. And it doesn't get better when you get older. Just better be truthful. Then you don't have to remember stuff. I mean, you do, but it's easier because it's the truth. You don't have to worry about other stuff. Uh, Let's see. Mm, I think that's it. Uh, There's some big news coming up. I don't know when we do have some guests coming on. Um, Who knows? Maybe I'll be able to, as Hank Sham said, matriculate a podcast host, guest host, onto the show. I know that he was talking about his football team matriculating down the field and not podcast. I just wanted to use the word matric... Use the word mat. Use the word matriculate. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> See, I can't even joke like that because Bobby hears me say that, like, do that, and if I would have made that sound, she probably would take me to the hospital at this point. Like, even if I said, no, I'm all right, she'd be like, nope, we talked about this. You weren't supposed to joke around, so this is what you get. And it would be fully deserved as well. Okay, I almost made it to an hour. I should just clap for, I'm not going to, but I was going to say for four and a half minutes. Uh, but that not that is definitely not going to happen. I don't have any outro music. Thanks for listening.